listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here Wednesday evening for Thursday. Six-game main slate, James. Not a bad slate. Uh, we got a few games here on back-to-back. Sacramento, we'll have the Lakers on a back-to-back. We will have... I mean, that's it. Maybe just two. We'll have two games on a back-to-back. We get the Lakers and we have Sacramento on back-to-backs here. Unlikely, given the trend that we've got going on with any available spreads and totals, but I'll give it a quick peek. I see one total. I see Toronto giving three at home to the Chicago Bulls. That's that's what I got there for those things. I don't know if you see anything different. Yeah, I see Phoenix getting five on the road. I mean, excuse me. Atlanta getting five at home against Phoenix, but okay. I, I too see those are the two games I see as well. Okay, yep, totally. So that's where that's kind of where I'm at with that. But let's go ahead and just jump into it. Like I said, we got six games here. We'll start off at the point guard position. Seth Curry, game off yet, back in action here against the Kings, who again will be one of the teams on a back-to-back. He went for 40 actual, 66 fantasy points against Houston a few games ago. Kevin Porter Jr. talked a lot of trash. <laughs> uh, set him off there in the second half and curry went nutty but this is an elite matchup for guards we've talked a lot about and he himself two games this season a lot of success averaging 51 fantasy points 20 and a half actual going up against the kings this year he is your uh, top price guy and then you got Dejounte murray who's questionable um he's got miami he's at 10-3 trey young also sitting here questionable $9,900 for him going up at home against a tough matchup in phoenix Trey Young, sorry, not Trey, Chris Paul there uh, continues to just be an absolute monster. He's $9,700 on the road against Atlanta. Uh, And then we mentioned Russell Westbrook. The Lakers will be on the second night of a back-to-back, but they're not moving anywhere, right? I think they're home tonight. Then they're on the road, quote-unquote, against the Clippers. Still staying in LA there. He's at 96. So I think Curry's fine 10-4 against the Kings. I really do. I think that's fine. I think Murray plays... He, we know he can fill it up. I mean, he fell an assist and a rebound shy from a triple-double, which seemingly happens every slate. I feel like he is an assist or a rebound shy of like a triple-double almost every slate. And he still put up 55 fantasy points. If he plays, he's in play. I can't imagine Trey Young plays, John. He didn't practice, and right. he couldn't even take shots. Like, he couldn't take contact. He couldn't take shots. I have a feeling Trey sits here. I guess will remains to be seen. Either way, against Phoenix, I don't really have much interest. And I know we keep poo-pooing Chris Paul. I played him. I didn't poo-poo him. He's just expensive. And does Atlanta even stand a chance here? <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's. He's almost 10k on DraftKings. That's. I'm not saying like it's. He's not paying it off. I, yeah. Does Atlanta keep it close if there's no Trey? I say no, considering Phoenix is 41 and nine on the year. Yeah, so, and also, if there's ever a time that Chris Paul really wanted to stake his claim as the MVP, I think the last five uh, handful of games while they're 41-9 and nine is doing so. <laughs> exactly. So that's your top grouping. If we look down into the mid-tier, we got FVV, 8,800 against Chicago. Again, still just playing a boatload of minutes. Production's been decent. He shot a little bit better, but, I mean, he's just taking a right. I mean, everybody in Toronto right now is taking a backseat to what Gary yeah. Frank is doing. But he's 88. We have Halliburton. We'll see if Fox is back or not. Tonight, has he been officially ruled out for tonight's game? I don't think he has. No, right? but there was a there was like a there was like a two minute interview today. We are recording the night before obviously and he was basically speaking about he can run vertically and he can jump and all that, but he's having still having trouble moving horizontally. 
Okay. So I I don't imagine he's gonna play, but I guess still remains to be seen. Nothing nothing official just yet. Right, exactly. So that probably means that Halliburton is going to be good to go here against Golden State. Again, a bunch of guys that are questionable in the next tier. We could have a Kyle Lauer return. He's uh, not out. He's been upgraded to questionable. Against San Antonio, D'Angelo Russell is questionable. A play against Detroit. He's missed a fan handful of games there. That's kind of that mid-7K range of, of players. And then we have the 6K guys. Derek White, more of a shooting guard, but at point guard eligibility, especially if no DeJounte Murray, I think we're going to want to get some White exposure here at 6K. Maybe Reggie Jackson, 5,400. The minutes finally kind of going back up for him. Back-to-back strong outings, 34 and 33 fantasy points for him. 54, again, we talked about it the other day, like this is too cheap, right? This is too cheap of a price tag for Reggie Jackson especially if he's trending back up the way he is, right? Especially in a matchup against the Lakers like this. Like, we want Reggie Jackson at $5,400 against the Lakers. Yeah, I like the production lately, and you hit on it, the minutes and the and, and the production has followed suit. So, uh, yeah, I can get behind some R-Jacks. I think this tier is interesting. Jackson at 54. Uh, Bogdan finally up to 30 minutes after the injury right. if there's no Trey I mean he has monster numbers without Trey Young this year and as we've seen 32 fantasy points under 5k is a win 16 shot attempts as well I like that play we know we're gonna like Davion Mitchell if there's no De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. so I like all three of those guys Gabe Vincent if Lowry's back hard to go there Jalen Noel mentioned- yeah I just mentioned Davion I, I guess Beverly's hurt again so if him yeah. and Russell Bulls we can go to Noel and we can go to Jordan McLaughlin. I think both of them. And then if there's no DeJounte, Trey, Trey Jones as well. Uh, shooting guard position. Devin Booker's at the top here. Again, he keeps going. He he and, and Paul are just maybe one of the best two tandems in the league right now. 35 actual for him. 9,300. Again, it's a little bit steep, right? Like it's a tough price, but the way they're running right now, it's something worth paying attention to. Yeah, Levine at 89. We've talked about this as well. We don't really like the price point, especially with everything running through. Uh, DeRozan right now, so that one's a little bit tough to swallow. Maybe Anthony Edwards, though, at 8K. I know he had a horrible game against Denver, like horrible game. Five actual points for Anthony Edwards. But if there is no Russell, Detroit is definitely a good matchup for him. Yeah, and potentially no Pat Bev. So any there's just like the ball would just run through Edwards in town. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be in. I'd be in against um, Detroit for sure. Yep. Uh, Mid tier. Anybody jumping out to you here? We know that. Trent, yeah, Trent I mean, you can play them both. I do think Tyler Hero's in play if Jimmy Butler sits. Currently, this is questionable. If LeBron does not play, Malik Monk. If his knee doesn't flare up after uh, Wednesday's game, your boy Amir Coffey is Pops. really good. Pops. Three of the last five games, he's gone for at least 37 fantasy points, so I think you can go there. And then value. We mentioned Bogdan. We mentioned Mitchell. Kennard took a backseat to coffee, and now that Marcus Morris is back, his minutes are gone. But Kevin Porter, 39 minutes. Do I think Kevin Porter is going to shoot 9 of 12 from the floor? I don't. But also, we know Kevin Porter is a good offensive player. Correct. So there's no Trey. Kevin Porter, 4,500, stands out. Yeah, I think that's a good call as well. What do you think about the uh, San Antonio guys? I know it's just maybe DeJounte that's going to be out here. Vassell, another 30 minutes out of him. And you know Lonnie Walker coming off the bench, 26 and 27 minutes for him off those last two games. Yeah, and you know what? We've seen this a couple times now. When well, And Jakob Pertl, I think, is questionable. Yep, He's out. Right We've seen Vassell a couple times have big rebounding games when there's no when there's been no Jakob Pertl. Just something to bring to our attention so i think i would have some interest in vassell because 
I mean, he played 30 minutes with Murray, with White, with all these dudes healthy. So, yeah, I would play Vassell at 45 over Lonnie Walker at 43. Okay. Uh, let's go on over to the... Before we go, Kate Cunningham, questionable. Frank Jackson, 3,800 against Minnesota. Yeah, um, he's fine. There's too many other guys there now that suck up usage, but he's been... He's okay. He's not bad. He took 14 shots, so it's kind of hard to... Would you circle back to Kojo? 30 minutes last game, 14 shots... 24 yeah, fantasy points. I mean, they're fine. It's I it's a really good matchup. Minnesota's it been is. dreadful defensively lately. Yep. I, I just obviously like Jeremy Grant's back. Fair. Uh, they have Bay and Olenek is back taking a bunch of shots off the bench. So. <laughs> but that's not, you're right. I mean, they need backcourt guys. So those two are probably going to be in play. One of them will start for the other. So uh, assuming Kate is out. So I don't hate it. Small forward, the top two guys who are questionable, LeBron and Butler. We've discussed Levine and Edwards. We've talked a lot about the difficulties that Chicago's had against forwards power forwards and small forwards this year. OG and Scotty Barnes are 72 and 68. Obviously, again, Gary Trent is the one that is lighting the world on fire right now. You know, we just saw Wendell Carter uh, in his fury against the the Bulls the (laughs) other night and have a huge game, but that just goes to, again, they're last in the league and points allowed to power forward. So thoughts on Barnes and and OG here. Maybe they, maybe their narrative is that they hate deep dish and they really want to take it on the Bulls because they think that deep dish pizza stinks. Or they like deep dish, but they play in Toronto, so they can't get it. So they, to despite it, they, they go at it. I think that both those things make complete sense, and that's why you should play OG on an OB or Scotty Barnes. Deep dish pizza also overrated, but yeah. I, I cannot confirm nor deny because I've never had it. I will take your word for it. Yeah, it's not really as never really done it for me. There's some places around Boston that, that have it. I don't know if you've ever heard of Uno's. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Uno's. Yeah. Yeah, so they're like the Chicago deep dish sort of chain restaurant. And it kind of goes around. Nothing special. There used to be one where I used to work. People got it all the time. It wasn't for me. Anyways, all right. Back sidetrack. Uh, back to the small forward position. But Wiggins at 67. Do you like him with Clay and uh, Steph back? Um, I mean, he's been good. He's learning to play with Clay lately. So he has been good. You can go there. I, I mean, the one thing we can say confidently is that the Kings can't defend and that Andrew Wiggins is an all star starter this year. And also, the last thing I'll say is that we know he will not be highly rostered whatsoever. At this price, with a fully healthy team, nobody's going to play him. So to be different, to be contrarian, I think Andrew Wiggins is perfectly fine. Back-to-back 40-plus fantasy points for Mikel Bridges at 60. Your favorite player in the world. So annoying that this is what I was. I mean, so like even the game prior, look at the shooting. Look at the shooting. He's a. Now I will say he is a 52% shooter on the year, which is super impressive. He also takes about four shots a game. Right. 37% from three. I mean, I don't really want to pay $6,400 for him. So I'm just not going to. I think Sadiq makes a whole lot of sense. I know Grant's back, but... If, yeah, if Cade's out, I don't mind If Sadiq Cade's out, right. If Cade is out, I can get behind some Sadiq. We got... Was it, did Jay Crowder questionable here? He's, yeah, 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 he played, and then they... They listed him on the injury report again for yeah. wh- whatever reason, but he's listed as probable. Yep. Okay, good. So our boy Cameron, though he did have a decent game off the bench the other night. I, I don't think we just can. 50, uh, it's just 51. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely the price. Uh, we've talked uh, Hoarder. Let's see. Orion Prince. 4,400. Yeah, McDaniels is out, right? He's gone 28-24-43 fantasy points the last three games. So if Kate is out, do you think Hamadou gets gets more run? Yeah, that could be a, a thing too. I guess we'd have to see what they do. They're familiar with starting Jackson. They're familiar with starting Joseph. They're familiar with starting Diallo. Right. The good thing is 
7 p.m. game. So oh, we'll know. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Anybody else, I guess, jumping off the page to you here? Like nothing. Yeah. Moses Moody start again if Porter's out? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, he does. He started in Houston, right? He. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he started for Porter. So probably. He's not. Sharp I mean, yeah. Sharpshooter all of a sudden. So. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the the Kendrick Perkins soundbite of him trying to pronounce Moses Moody's name? No, so is this one that just came out? Moosey. No, well, that's what he's close. He that's what he that. said in the in the the draft during the draft when he was drafted. <laughs> yeah. He said Moses uh, Moses Mati. Close. So, yeah. Way to go, big Perk. Nailed it, Perkins. Got it. 3,500, though. I mean, the dude's been sure. flames lately. So Yeah, I think it's a great call. All right. Anybody else? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Power forward, DDR is 92. Like I said, I don't mind playing this. He's just yeah. back-to-back double-doubles and not even the same double. 23 and 10 assists, 29 and 10 rebounds. So, uh, Real question, John. Real question. Sure. Where does he rank in MVP discussions if the Bulls are like a top? He's got to be a top five guy. He's, a, th- he's probably th- a top five guy, yeah, right? I think he's a top five guy. The only thing that would hold him back is if people looked at Levine as his equal, right? Like, Right, which is not the case, at least. It really hasn't been all year. DeRozan's just been, like, the clear best player on the team. But I just I think it's an interesting uh, conversation to have. Yeah, not going to sit here and argue too much with you. Uh, opposite side of that matchup, nine. Jackman's been fine. 45 fantasy points in back-to-back games. That's 5X. He had a 62 game against 62 fantasy points, but that was in triple OT against Miami. Again, it's just like, when does Gary Trent stop shooting? Like we, we like <laughs> mentioned Gary Trent, but we didn't go and I just need to like spew out the Gary Trent stats lately. Mind you, two of these games were not overtime. The last two, he played 41 minutes in both. Uh, he played 56 minutes in the, the triple OT game. His three point attempts the last like seven games, six of 10, nine of 15, five of 15, six of 10, five of 10, four of 11. So he's shooting like 50% or better from three while taking double digit threes in like seven straight games. He scored 33, 31, 32, 32 actual points during that stretch. 41, 46, 53, 40, and 42 fantasy points. I mean, he is, he's just, he is what like that run that Van Vliet went on earlier this year, right? Like you play the ball a lot of minutes, taking 20 plus shots every night, taking 10 plus threes every night and hitting them at an insane clip. At some point, that's going to run out of him. Maybe uh, Dasuno covers him and, like, shuts him down or something. Like, I don't know. But, you know, that's the only thing that kind of holds you back from the rest of these Raptors is there's too many shots going. Gary Trent. And, why, and like, after you rattled off all those numbers, why not? Jeremy Grant's down to 6,500. I'm going to play him. I'm just going to play him. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely play him. He tw- no no limitations whatsoever. No, they're 29 Missed minutes, almost a month. Missed almost back. a month. Like I, one rebound, sure. You wish you saw more than that, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna hold it against them. Pelicans played Jackson Hayes and Valanciunas, right? right. Like yep. this has been this is Minnesota. So N65 is too cheap. I mean, when was he this? He was never the first yeah, game of the never. season. First game of the season. He was 6,500. That was the lowest price point he's had all year. He's gonna so, play yeah. 30. He's gonna play 32, 33 minutes here too. So. And if K, and if Cade's out, there's 15 shots that get spread around somewhere. Yep. So. Yep. Grant's too cheap. I'm not gonna do Collins. We talked Bay. I, I know he it. look. Okay. That's fine. But I just wanna, and I, it's not an easy matchup either. But I don't think we should. That was last slate. The Toronto slate was a Toronto slate. This is a new slate. The two games prior. That John Collins had 39 and 44 fantasy points, and now he's even cheaper than that. So I just think we need to take a look. If there's no Trey Young, he averages 
He has a big usage rate, and he averages over a fantasy point per minute, and that's like a multiple year stretch. That's not just like this year. That's so. It's the matchup for me mostly. It, it is definitely a tough matchup. I'm 100% agreement. I just don't want to just run right past them because I do think there is some tournament upside if Trey sits. If that game stays close, if it's Trey because sits, are you playing Collins or Grant? Because they're the same price. I probably lean Grant, but I think that you're definitely there's different leverage on Collins because if let's say Cade Trey sit. I think a lot of people pivot to Grant because we know I think more people play Grant anyway, so Collins is probably your contrarian play. Right. Agreed. Because this Atlantic, I'm seeing probably 10-point spread to minimum at this game. It's So it's weird because they have it out already. It doesn't make sense. It's five, which doesn't make sense because that suggests Trey is playing. That suggests Trey is playing. Right. Doesn't I mean that suggests? But Trey even if play. Trey's playing, what about these teams make it seem like it's, it's Atlanta's home? Atlanta, sure. Phoenix has won ten straight games. They're forty-one and nine. No, I don't. This no. <laughs> no, I, I know. I don't know what it is, but a five-point spread tells me maybe we're like saying like counting Trey out too soon, but also he couldn't even participate in contact practice. It's like how's he gonna play in a contact sport? I don't know. Right, like it's like in a competitive setting. I don't yeah, know. no, for sure. I'm I'm right I'm right there with you. I don't fully. No one doesn't really comprehend to me either. <laughs> All right, so let's go down some more to the mid tier. I mentioned Harry B is averaging 34 fantasy points in two games against uh, Golden State here. The little revenge game narrative for him uh, it comes into play. He's also been pretty good lately. So uh, Knicks game aside, which we you know we weren't really. Too high on that matchup, anyways, given yep. the way the Knicks play. So, yep, could be could be a spot for him at sixty one hundred dollars for sure on DraftKings. Our boy Kel, right, keeps mm-hmm. playing, keeps playing well. But what are your thoughts on Miami as a matchup? Uh, PJ Tucker questionable, so that could help. If there's no PJ Tucker, Jimmy Butler questionable. If there's no Jimmy Butler, so Kelvin could avoid the uh, two of the better perimeter defenders in the league. So, and if there's no Dejounte, more shots to go around, more rebounds to go around, more just everything to go around. So, I think Kelvin's in a pretty good spot, and he's really showing out with or without Dejounte recently. If you if in GPPs, if you just pick the right day to play Vanderbilt, he could give you 50, he could give you 20. So, you know, think figure that one out for you if you want to go ahead and and throw him in a lineup for you. Can't go Kellyo. Uh, not not going to go their direction. He only played like 12 minutes in his 17 minutes in his return there. 12 fantasy points. See Bagley's out. Did Matu play a bunch? Who played power forward for that? He played. So they started Mo Harkless, played him like twenty something minutes, okay. but they did play Matu twenty five. We'll see. We're recording. Obviously, we started before the Brooklyn Sacramento game tonight, so we'll see how that rotation shakes out. If he plays a whole bunch of minutes, we could go there. Could being the operative word. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see. We'll have to see how uh, their rotation plays out tonight. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, any value power forwards then for you? Yeah, I would say just Matu until further. Would you play for? That's pretty cheap for him. Yeah, it's a good price. I don't hate that. I want to say Kaminga. I want... It's not going to play. Uh, they played him over Looney at the end of that game, though. So, I mean... Maybe he's back in the good graces. I don't, he did a windmill dunk in the middle of that comeback, too. So, like... <laughs> He scored, like, a whole bunch of points, did a windmill in-game. He had, like, five points going to the fourth quarter, and he scored, like, 14 in the fourth. So. Yeah, he's... I mean, he. we know he can score. I don't think I'd do it, but if I was building, like, 100 lineups, I'd... 
probably throw Kaminga. If let me ask you this, the well, I guess we never mind. The, the questions are actually already been previously answered. I was gonna say, does well, actually, no, it doesn't. Does Anthony Davis play in a back-to-back here? Probably, but we can't like with certainty say that. I think he sat the other day in a back-to-back. Didn't That's he? what I was saying, right? He got ruled out, right? We know that answer, don't we? So I get. I mean, I guess it depends though, because. The wrist. He could play. He might. He sat out the 28th against Charlotte. If he does not play, are you suggesting Carmelo? I'm thinking Clippers guys, whether it be Batum or Marcus Morris, maybe. But also, I mean, they they played DeAndre Jordan that game. Remember, it was they didn't even mm-hmm. play Dwight Howard. But yeah, Melo. I think Melo is is a guy to look at. Melo played 35 minutes against Charlotte in that game. Yeah, I would have interest then if if Davis were to sit. We'll we'll obviously know the answer. There'll be more clarity post. Let's see if Davis can make it through Wednesday's game. Let's before. See if, do you have any interest in like Batum or, or uh, Marcus Morris? Batum didn't start. Still played 25 minutes. Probably Morris because he starts and he's working with his way back. He played. The progression has been there. He like sat like three games and then 23, 27. I'd probably rather play Morris. I think there's a higher ceiling. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Let's jump over to the center spot. Towns has Detroit. I mean, that's a, that's a really good, a really good matchup for him. And if if D'Angelo Russell sits, I put this in Discord the other day when it came to prize picks. But Towns' assist numbers with Russell out of the lineup are massive, and we kind of see that over these last four games, right? Six, five, ten, and seven. That's those are his assist numbers. He triple doubled against Utah. I mean, this feels like a really strong play if Russell is out of the lineup. Yeah, I feel like you elaborated just fine. I don't need to go any further. I think it's an elite play. Um, one of the top spends of the slate. How does he play for you compared to the other top guys? When Davis is 98, Vucevic is 91. If Davis plays, he gets the Clippers, which we know is an elite matchup. Vucevic going against Toronto. Playbook that I, I wrote up on Tuesday, I talked about Bam. He was due for a huge game. Toronto plays smaller. Bam goes for 30 and 10. Right, Vucevic certainly can has that in his bag, and Toronto's that matchup. I mean, I definitely think Towns is the the creme de la creme here, but okay. there's definitely pivots to be had. Like if Davis plays, sure, definitely have interest if there's no LeBron. But that's the key if there's no LeBron, right? Because we don't know. Listen, doubtful all day. Could he play Thursday? We'll have to find out. Vucevic is fine. I think it's you bring up a good point. Like. If Toronto is going, you just take what they're giving you. If he's gonna, if they're gonna play a smaller Siakam, then get the ball inside to your three-time All Star or whatever Vucevic right. is. And then, yeah, and then I, I do think Bam at 84, with or without Butler, could be a really enticing play. Probably, I probably want Butler to be out because there's a returning Lowry as well. I guess they're both questionable. Like, how do you view that situation, Miami? Like, two two of their top three guys are questionable. P.J. Tucker's questionable. Caleb Martin is questionable. Their whole team is freaking questionable. Like, who would you need out? Or are you just comfortable playing Bam 84 regardless? Yeah, I mean, Bam's going up against either Eubanks or Lockdale, right? So, you know, good. Lockdale. Lockdale. Lock, whatever his name is. You know, Jock Landale. Landale, whatever. <laughs> it was Bam, Bam's, Bam's in a really good spot here. So Yeah, I'm, he is. I'm fine with it. Let's see. I guess you go back down to Looney. Yeah. 23 minutes, 12 rebounds, 12 points. He just kind of, they just ran Kaminga because of how hot right. he was. I'll have to check out what Sacramento's rebounding numbers look like. But I mean, 
I couldn't have been more on the nose with my write-up in that Prize Picks article. The, the offensive rebounds Looney was pulling down there the other night against <laughs> San Antonio, and that's good. Hey, listen, go back to Bam, San Antonio, right? Like, right. San Antonio is one is one of the worst teams in the league when allowed. They were 29th in offensive rebounds allowed going into last game, and then Looney had like six of his 12 rebounds were offensive boards. So you think offensive rebound put back if Miami's throwing out their bench guys to start that game? It could be a could be a pretty big night there for Bam. So but Looney, again, good spot, I think, for him. Now the offense obviously isn't gonna be there. He's, I don't think he's gonna take eight shots with Steph and all them back and shooting, but the rebounds are, are gonna be there. And then I want to see what happens with Rashawn Holmes. Five fouls, limit him to twenty-six minutes against the Knicks. We keep talking about it, right? Like Right. He has monster upside. You just haven't seen it yet. The minutes are going to be there for him. He's going to play almost 30. The, the rebound numbers have been solid. He just, you know, hasn't been able to get that offense going. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is a spot, knock on wood, that he could stay out of foul trouble too. Because mm-hmm. it's not like he's going to be like needing to get aggressive against Kevon Looney, who's never looking for his own offense. And right. The 12 points is an anomaly considering who was on the floor. There was no Steph to Clay or Wiggins. He so. was literally getting offensive rebound. <laughs> right. That was how the offense came. Right. So I'm with you on Holmes. I mean, again, you said it. We've both been talking him up quite a, quite a bit. So I could definitely get behind him there. And then Isaiah Stewart, he did play 20, 29 minutes with everybody back. 11 rebounds, 8 points. Obviously, foul trouble is a worry against Minnesota. Yeah. But they're going to need him out there against town. So I think the minutes will be pretty solid for him. I mean, he played 29 minutes with five fouls, too. So, I mean, they because they needed the body, right? They right. were up against Valanchunas and Hayes. They're like, hey, whatever, YOLO, we need a center. So, I think Stewart's kind of an interesting GBP play. Yeah, I think there's a couple guys. Stewart being one of them. Obviously, I think Trey Lyles is going to ultimately take a step back where Stewart is getting most of the run, and they're factoring in Olenek a lot and Grant. Like, they just have a, a crowded front court. And Stewart's, I don't think Stewart's minutes are going to be impacted that much moving forward. And Gongfu has been literally splitting minutes with Clint Capella. I, I don't know why, but he's been productive, and he's $1,800 cheaper than Clint. Also, Zubak is questionable. If Zubak's out, they start a surge, played 22 minutes. He had a double in those 22 minutes, so I wouldn't fully be against it. And then if there's no AD on a back-to-back, or if there's no Pirtle or no Landale, I mean, Eubanks obviously is in play. I think, John, if no Landale, who's going to be in play? Potentially. That young. Because, I mean... They have because they'll have nobody else to play? Who else else would they have to, like, play center? Landale's already ruled out. Landale's already out. Okay. So, I mean... So it's Eubanks and Thad? I mean, Eubanks is going to start. I'm looking at Devontae Kakik, who is in the G League right now. So, like, right. theoretically, and I guess Bates they Diop could, is already out. So, I mean. Bates Diop is already out. So, they could call up Kakik, or Kakik, whatever his name is. Um, Zach Collins was officially called up. He's in the NBA. All right. Yeah, we're called up on the 31st, and he actually played G League game. So what if Zach Collins starts? He had 15 and 18, John, in the G League. Don't and forget what Zach Collins was with Portland. Everybody. They, they, had a recent, they had a recent interview where DeJounte Murray was, like, like, compl- like gassing him up. Like, saying, like, pretty much, like, this is a piece that we need to compete. Like, which is weird because he's always been hurt and, like, he's never fully gotten the opportunity, but he has been good in, in spurts. Yeah, he's a seven-foot stretch four. He is, I know. I mean, if, look, 15-18, 
He's you're not doing that. He's also playing at he's also like a much better player to the end of the G League, but yeah, no, that's true. That'll be interesting to see what happens there. Because like they could start him, they could start him at power forward and play Keldon at small forward, right? Like I would suspect they would still start Eubanks. Okay. That's my my I mean they started him over over Landell the other day too. So that would be my speculation, but also I guess we'll just have to wait and see. If there's no Collins, maybe that, maybe. We don't have to, but I'm just, we know he can do a lot of things in 15 minutes. Yes. Yes, that's a great, he can do a lot of things. That's true. Let's see, anybody else here at center for you that we haven't t- touched upon yet? I'm trying to think here. Anybody of these guys make sense? I guess if Aiton is out, right, he's currently questionable. He's probably, well, it's the same thing as, as Crowder. Like sure. they just put him on the injury report for whatever reason. Okay, well, that's it. You've already mentioned Surge, so... Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, cool. So that wraps it up. Six games here. Uh, Ray Kuhn will be on the uh, playbook for all of you. James and I will be around in Discord and on Twitter. For now, we will catch you all later.